Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Caring for our communities. Out of the gym and off the park. Working just as hard paying it forward to our next generation. This is More Than an Athlete with Izzy and Kempe. Brought to you by Tremaine Real Estate. Bringing people and property together in our communities. Yes, a couple of weeks on and the achievement of the Breakers taking the NBL Finals to the dying possible minutes has still not been lost on any of us. It was a hell of a season. I Look, I've absolutely loved it around team culture, belief and... That was led from within by new coach Modi Moore and their captain Tom Abercrombie. He's a good bloke, isn't he? He's more than our greatest hooper ever. He's a leader in our sports community. Of course, a father, which he would have been doing a lot of since the hooter sounded. It's a good morning to Tom. Tom, I've got to say, mate, I've got to take my hat off and tip it to you. What a fantastic season. And uh, you've got to be happy with that after the last couple of years you had to go through. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, lads. Um, no, very happy. Um, obviously, it's it's always disappointing when you get so close and um, you know, don't get quite over the line. But very, very happy with what we're able to achieve this year and, and bouncing back from the last couple of years. And you know, a lot for us to be proud of. Have you fully decompressed? What was pr- a pretty crazy season? Like after that final hurdle, there'd be a lot of what ifs going through your mind. But you, yeah, like you said, you'll be extremely proud. Yeah, now getting there, it's look, it, it, it's a tough one. We were so close, and to go to a game five and really, really could have gone either way at the end there. Um, you know, it, it's it hurts and it will hurt for a, for a while. But uh, look, if if you'd asked me at the start of the year, you know, would we be in that position? That was it was never really um, the goal. Obviously, you always hope to be on that stage um, come the end of things. But for us, it was about building that um, that culture back up and reconnecting with our fans and, and playing a, a style of basketball that people could be proud of and trying to build something at the club. And, you know, we, we came a, a heck of a long way in one year. So excited that we've got a, a pretty good base to build on now. The benchmark, Tom, I'm, I'm going to say that you guys have set the be- the, the bar so high for teams such as the Warriors and, and every super team that's running around at the moment, travelling into Australia and doing what you did. What what was the difference, mate? What was the difference in those five games um, that you can put your finger on? Uh, whoa, man, um, it was a look, it was a tough series. I think we, we came out in game one and able to steal that one over in Sydney and I think we, we shocked them a little bit. Uh, game two back in New Zealand, is, is yeah, that's one that's going to hurt for a while. We had a a pretty golden opportunity there, or well, they were they were down on a couple of guys to 
to go up 2-0 and we, we didn't play our best game. Um, in that game two, we sort of played not to lose instead of playing to win a little bit and, and that one hurt. Mm. But, uh, you know, a five-game series as we learnt as we went along is, is a long, long slog and no matter what happens in each game, it's a, you know, how you win or lose is kind of irrelevant and, and you move on and refocus and, you know, we were able to, was we lost game three but you know, came back in game four when everyone expected them to win and put in a you know, heck of performance. That, that, that game four at Spark Arena sold out was the best basketball environment I think I've ever been part of. It was just a really special night. And then you know you go to a game five, it, it's it's anyone's game and we, we had our chances, as I said, and put in a, a pretty strong performance that we can be proud of, um, but just came up a little short and unfortunately someone's got to Someone's got to lose in these situations and you, know, you never want it to be you, but uh, we'll certainly learn from it. Mate, the, the, the best fans to boot, the, the Auckland fans, they come out in droves and they support you. It must be such a good feeling when you run out onto that arena and the crowd is absolutely cheering. But you've been in that environment for so long. The evolution of the NBL, like, what can you pinpoint the difference from when you started to where it is at now, I think it's such an amazing league and it's so good to watch. Oh, it's completely night and day. You go back and watch um, <laughs> some of our games from, from the early years or our championship games. and the type, I mean, you know, we, we were good teams, but it was a, it was a different style back then. And, uh, you know, I go back and watch some of those highlights. And I'm like, man, like basketball's come a long way and we've come a long way as players. The, the level of general sort of talent, the level of talent for local players and imports and now you've got next stars like Ryan and stuff coming through. The the level of talent playing and the level of coaching has just gone up a, a huge amount and it's uh yeah, it's obviously turning well, you know, I've always thought it's a it's a pretty exciting sport and league, but you know, people are starting to understand that now and appreciate that and obviously us being able to be at home and put on a product in front of our home fans, we don't take that for granted anymore. Um so, yes, it's, it's been wonderful to see how far it's come and obviously the game is exploding here in New Zealand and Australia as well. Um, and, you know, the NBL has been at the forefront of that. Hey, Tom, everyone's, you know, some clutch, everyone's watching some clutch plays in the in the final series. Everyone's wondering, you know, Tom Abercrombie, he's getting better with age. What's what's your horizon look like? Like, you're going to be around for another 10 years? <laughs> Tell us! 400 games. <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, not, not sure about 10 years, fellas. But um, look, I, as I said before, my, my whole sort of aim going into last season was just to enjoy my basketball again after the last couple of years and um, you know, still still be able to contribute to my team and um, contribute to winning and uh, enjoy that environment and certainly did that this year. So um, no, I'm a free agent at the moment, which is a, a weird position to be in. Look but, out. Um, no, certainly. <laughs> certainly. Certainly talking to the guys at the moment and um, you know, I think that think the plan is to try and come back but um, you know, we'll have those discussions over the next couple of weeks and hope we can get something sorted. You know what happens when you run the free agency, mate? The world's your oyster. Get me paid, <laughs> Mr Tom Abercrombie. Look, Tom, obviously we know the influence you've had on the court but off the court, mate, you've been out, you're a family man. So what does life look like for you off the court? I know you're so immense amongst the community and you do so much great work. What does life off the court look like for you? 
Uh, yeah, look, it's pretty busy, man. Like I've got I've got three little ones um, I'm sharing sort of custody with, and I've got my girl watching Peppa Pig at the moment, screaming to me while I make school lunches <laughs> while I'm talking to you guys. So I get pretty good at multitasking and doing different things. Hold on, darling, I'm just on the phone. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, it's Love pretty it. busy. <laughs> Yeah. Put her on, Tom. Put her on. You want to speak to her? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's you all about you. Phone porter. <laughs> okay, will you be quiet then, please? Okay. Sorry, lads. Carry on. No, you're all good. You're where, all where good. Hey, <laughs> you just just life. Like we all want to be athletes forever, but that's not a reality. And you need something to fall back on. What What interests you, Tom? Um. Well, look, I've. I've Always tried to prepare myself sort of as best as possible for, for everything and doing a bit of study at the moment, actually, on top of everything else. So um, nice. next semester, back to uni, doing my um, master's in business administration. And, um, you know, who knows what sort of the world holds for me after basketball. But um, yeah, I'd love to stay involved in the sport in some degree and hopefully at the club and keep, um, keep contributing to that. So we'll see what happens. Hey, Tom, you've, you've had some, you know, Andre... Andre the, the types of coaches that you've had all the way through to Modi, like, has coaching ever interested you? No. <laughs> <laughs> why? No. I don't know. I don't know why. I've just, uh, yeah, I've always been, always felt like my future lay in, in different directions and you know, coaching's not an easy life by any means. Those guys work their absolute butts off and um, you know, it's not like being a player when you're going on the road and getting to put your feet up and relax and things like that. These coaches are working non-stop and up late at night crunching video and things like that. And, um, you know, there's elements of, of that life that I could see myself doing. But um, as I said, I, I think I can see my skills being better used elsewhere. But, you know, never say never. Totally agree. Couldn't think of anything worse than being in the coaching realm and uh, having to go through that laptop watching clips and oh, all, all of the above. But mate, um, look, you've had a long, illustrious career. You've, you've achieved so much and you, you should be extremely proud of that. And it ain't over till it's over. But is there anything you'd do differently throughout your career? It's something that I get asked all the time. And I'm like, well, there are certain things I would have changed. Is there anything that springs to mind that you, you thought maybe I should have done that differently? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a tricky one. And um, I think there was, there was always opportunities earlier on in my career to sort of go over to Europe and um, explore that sort of route of my career. And uh, it was really after the, was the 2011 World Cup in, in Turkey where I um, sort of burst onto the scene and played played some really good hoops there. I was young and um, had a number of sort of opportunities at that stage, and it was a bit of a crossroads. And I obviously decided to, you know, stick at the the breakers in the NBL route and um, forge my career here, which I've obviously been more than more than happy with, and it has allowed me to have some small opportunities in Europe, sort of post season. Um, I was able to play over there for four four years in different situations, but you know, never really threw my hat and fully into that ring and, and seen, seen what could have happened. But um, it's one of those what-ifs, say, like I'm, I'm very happy with the choice that I made, mm. but um, obviously things could have gone a very different direction if I'd sort of given things a, a go over there. Um, you know, European basketball is a 
a tough nut to crack, especially as a Kiwi without a um, European passport. You're essentially competing against Americans for import spots, and it can be pretty tough. So, um, yeah, not not don't regret um, not doing that, but it was certainly one that I think about. You know, had I had I done that, um, how different would my career have been? Um, but uh, yeah, one of those what ifs. That's normal, mate. We all go through it, but just be extremely proud of what you've been able to achieve here in New Zealand. We're, we're, as fans, we absolutely love it, seeing Tom run around. I went to a Breakers game a few years back. I've actually got a Tom Abercrombie uh, singlet that I have uh, sitting here in the oh, locker yeah. there. But it doesn't fit anymore, so but that's okay. I'll have to go up <laughs> go up a wee size or two. Hey, just just quickly, mate. Look, you you something close to your heart. Heart Kids New Zealand. Little Heart Day. How did that come about, and can people still chip in? Uh, yeah, look, you can always always help support it. It's not just, obviously, Little Heart Day is, is the one day sort of the year that they, they trumpet it and um, try and uh, gather a bit of attention. But, um, you know, they're always looking for people to come and support them. Um, my little girl has a electrical defect in her heart, which um, basically stopped when she was about, I think, 14 months old. Um, and so we were in and out of... Starship and out of the heart ward for a, for a couple of months trying to figure out what was going on with her and she's subsequently had to get a pacemaker put in at a very young age which was um, you know pretty scary but in the grand context there's some there's some kids uh, in that place and families going through some incredibly tough times um, obviously any time the, the heart's involved and you're in in hospitals and things it, it's not a nice time as a, as a parent or as a kid um, and so those guys certainly appreciate any support they can get, and it's been been an honour to be sort of involved with them um, since my time there. And uh, they do a great job, not just myself, but um, you know anyone who sort of comes through there. You're, you're part of that heart family for life, and they do a great job of connecting with you over the years and keeping in touch. Um, so yeah, fully fully encourage people to to support that cause. Oh, you're a wonderful role model, mate. And the best thing about it is with all your success on the basketball court around New Zealand, everyone knows you, Tom Abercrombie, the basketball player. Well, at home, you're a daddy, change the channel. Oh, I'm sick of Peppa Pig. And that's the reality. It's absolutely <laughs> outstanding for you, Tom Abercrombie. Hey, mate, we appreciate you coming on the show. And whatever you do in the future, um, be extremely proud because the whole of New Zealand is, is proud of what you've been able to achieve. So all the best in that decision-making and enjoy family time, mate. Appreciate your time this morning. Awesome. Thanks, lads. Appreciate you having me. There is Tom Abercrombie. That was our More Than an Athlete, brought to you by Tremaine's, bringing people and property together in our communities. One of the all-time greats, but an absolute gentleman who uh, we, we just love it, seeing the father figure that comes through and through. And um, he's one of those, mate. Three kids. Um, you know, he's going through a little bit of adversity at home with his, with his children and their health. He's a role model, and he's... Um, Puts his kids first, which is which is great to see. Kimpy holds it all. Four hundred games. Oh. He's close. What a good. Would you have a crack at it? What a good. Oh, I think course. he's like couple of games out, isn't he? Yeah. Of course, of, course three, you, of course, you would. Free, a, free agent. You know that mm. is. He's. Uh, I'll tell you what. He'll be field. He'll be fielding offers left, right, and centre. But he's a. I think he's a Kiwi at heart and wants to stay here with the Breakers. Hopefully, he signs. I'd. I'd look. If it's a. If it's his four hundredth game, we're going. One hundred percent. I think he's played three hundred and ninety nine. I think he's like three nine nine, not out. I think it's something close to that. So that's obviously a decision he'll make um, to to come back and have another crack. Yeah, it is three hundred ninety nine games. So <laughs> I'm sure that's enough um, 
well, that's something to, to maybe push him through for another year. Get out there, play one game. All you have to do is play 30 seconds, sub me off. Come on, coach. Modi Moore, do it. We want to see him reach 400 games in the NBL for the break. It's such a good career that he has um, endured over the last wee while. Great catch-up with Tom Abercrombie. More than an athlete, we're going to shoot off. We'll come back and have a catch-up with Paulie Mowati. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.